0: Hallelujah, grab out your Bibles, get your notes. I know it's, a, it's an FAQ, but it's going to look like a teaching. Glory to God. Glory to God. So you can, you can sense my excitement, excited about the word this evening. Because we are, we are a people loved by God. When God sends his word to us with such clarity, we are a people loved by God. You, you Sometimes you hear us just throw the word around about priesthood, priesthood, priesthood. You're not sure what it is. And Spirit of God has made provision for us to gain clarity, to gain understanding this evening. So I pray for you that you will not just listen with your physical ears, but the ears of your spirit and the, the soil of your mind will be receptive to the counsel of God this evening. In the mighty name of Jesus. All right, what a month it has been. The first week we laid the bricks on victorious Spiritual warfare, we walked through six foundational principles on spiritual warfare. The weeks after, we looked at the weapons of our warfare. We looked at six also. (laughs) But last week, we looked... uh, The week before the last, pardon me. So the third Wednesday, we looked at a double-edged sword. Winning victory, the battlefield of the mind. And securing victory, the battlefield outside the mind. We looked at four... All right. um, Four investments. Four components there two for the mind two for outside the mind there i'm sure these sermons are there they will bless you you listen over and over again you send you share everyone i've shared with us most that listened have come back to say thank you a real genuine thank you that you thought of me to share this with me thank you the word of god is prospering it is blessing many don't use your data to share junk Use it to inspire life. Remember what we read about the whole awesome tongue last week. And weren't we blessed last week? Glory to God for an amazing time. We saw what it means to pray in the Spirit. What it means to pray with the language of the Spirit. That this is a, 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 an advantage to the believer. The song I referenced was Advantage by Minister Zun-Sin Oyekon. Advantage. That, the lyric says, this is one of my many advantages against the enemy. When I speak with the language of the Spirit, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Confuse the enemy, and the chant goes on. Solid song. All right, so we settled that, and then we said, a believer cannot be possessed because you already owned, you are bought. But there is a futility of your mind that is possible by not glorifying God in your body that makes access possible. So it, it doesn't matter whether I own the house, or whether you own the house. As far as whenever I need to sleep, I can sleep there. (laughs) And that's what we don't want. We don't want any form of access. Whether it's ownership, whether it's B&B, whether it's temporary stay, whether it's short stay, there's no stay here. There's no room here. And there's never room here. You saw what we we read. There's never room here. It's not like temporarily on fire. There's never room here. Glory to God. So our job this evening is to unveil priesthood. What exactly is priesthood? Please, child of God, listen this evening. By, by God's grace, if, depending on how well we'll steward our time, and I do not want to rush this. There are six questions under this topic of priesthood that we want to answer. I will start with the questions, tell you the six questions we will answer. Wherever we get to this evening, we will pause. I, it's not a lot. I personally believe we can cover all the Lord helping us, However, if there is a need, we will stop somewhere and we'll pick it up for the FAQ in the month of April if Jesus tarries. Is that fine? Is that fine? All right, glory to God. So, we are are talking about priesthood this evening. The number one question we want to answer is, what is priesthood? The reason why I'm starting with the questions is, when we are done, you should be able to assess yourself and say, if I have gained understanding in my mind, if I can provide answers to this. However, the, the real benefit is beyond understanding in your mind, but it's sinking, finding an implantation site in your spirit. All right? And then you can say, yes, there is now this dimension of priesthood coming to four in my life, and I am securing victory and leveraging this supernatural advantage that I have as a believer in Christ. Somebody say, glory to God. So the first question we want to answer is, what is Priesthood. The second question is, who was the first priest recorded in scriptures? All right, these are back in the days when we used to do Bible quiz, you know, we'll do sword drills and we have some solid Bible questions there. Those days we'll bring them back uh, because our, our kids need to go further and be better than us. Glory to God. Who was the first priest? And I'll tell you how to answer that question if it's a quiz or if it is a life question. You know, life is not quiz. (laughs) <laughs> life is no quiz. Alright. So I'll tell you what to answer if it's quiz. I'll tell you what to answer if it is life from scriptures. Number three question is: what are the priestly orders? That's another way of saying what are the kinds of priesthoods from scripture. The Bible tells us of priestly orders. Number four question: How does one become a priest? How does one become a priest? That's the number four question we're going to answer. Number five question is, what are the differences between the two priestly orders? What are the two, pardon me, what are the differences between the two priestly orders that we are looking at? That's number five question that we'll, by a spirit answer. And number six final question is, what are the similarities between the two priestly orders? So that's our outline for the evening. I believe you got that. Even if you didn't get it, as we go over it, we will re-emphasize Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Question one. What is priesthood? I'm going to give you the definition I received by the Spirit of God and found it to be accurate in Scripture. Because if I tell you it's just the definition I got, alright, and we can't find it in Scripture, please discard it. Whether it's me or any other servant of God, if we give you vibes by the Spirit, And we do not find scripture as an anchor, as an eternal anchor, or right for whatever it is. We claim the spirit has revealed, fling it fast, very quickly. So I'll give you this definition. I want you to write it down. This definition will now inform us of the definition of a priest. The definition of a priest. So what exactly is priesthood? Priesthood is the process by which A person or a personality with a body is authorized by a supernatural authority to carry out certain activities in the natural realm that can effect a change in the supernatural realm. All right, I'm going to say that again. Priesthood is the process by which a person with a body, please listen, a personality with a legitimate access, a person with a body is authorized by a supernatural authority, meaning that the ordination for priesthood has to be from the realm where your activities will make a difference, not just here. To carry out certain activities... In the natural realm, that can effect a change in the supernatural realm. This is a principle in the kingdom of light. This is a principle in the kingdom of darkness. This is a this is a truth eternally in the supernatural realm, and it has ramifications both in light and in darkness. Therefore, it would mean that a priest is anyone anyone any man, any woman, any individual, personality with a body authorized by a supernatural authority to carry out certain activities in the natural to secure change in the supernatural realm. That is who a priest is, authorized with a body to leverage realms, to be able to do things in the natural that can create shifts in the spiritual realm. I wrote, I'm, I'm the next line, I'm just going to read it exactly as it is in my notes. Please do not laugh at me. Please do not laugh at me. The next line I wrote is that the activities usually do involve blood. Usually do involve. You know, you know the language I'm speaking. <laughs> Glory to God. It means that if you meet a priest who is, the, who is in the realm of spices and herbs and leaves, what you've met is a low-end low herbalist. That's, not, that's no priest. That's no priest. That's no priest. <laughs> Glory to God. When you, when you are talking blood, then you are talking business. The life is in the blood. So when leverage is being done, activities involved. And see, this mystery is very true, both in light and in darkness. And it's amazing that we find more people leveraging priesthood from the dark side and the real custodians of the light are forming unlooking, unaware, unpowerful. But this is our, and by the time we begin to rise up, the reason why I'm saying this is because there is a wave of emphasis on the kingdom message. And I'm glad it is coming to the body of Christ that we are beginning to emphasize what scripture calls the gospel of the kingdom. Because this is going to be the indication that will trigger the coming of Christ. It says until this gospel of the kingdom, it's a, it's a specific gospel, And we are now beginning to scratch the surface. Because what we have pioneered for decades is the gospel of salvation, which is the entry point into the conversation of the kingdom. And in this kingdom, we execute dominion, complete authority, the original intent and mandate of God, in accordance with Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. However, the idea of this kingdom was not just for kings. It was for kings that will do priesthood. So I believe very strongly, this is a timely message for the body. What is priesthood? Who is a priest? It's a process whereby a personality with a body, as far as the job will be done in this realm, you need a body for legitimacy to that activity. However, your authorization is not from here, it's from that realm and the activities you can do in the physical. There are are technologies that you can leverage, that science, see, I kid you not, technologies that science has not grappled yet, that there have been possibilities in the spirit for real, real experiences. So you can cause a change from there. And a priest is a person, male or female, that is authorized to do this. So we've answered number one question. We've answered number one question, but you know we will not answer any question without giving scriptures to anchor what we have said. All right, so let's go to Genesis chapter Genesis chapter three. Genesis chapter three. Wow, what a word we are about to receive. Genesis chapter three, verse twenty-one. It tells us that unto Adam, the first man, of this kind of men, also unto his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin. And he clothed them. He made coats of skins and he clothed them. He made coats of skins and he clothed them. What this verse is telling us is that there was a shedding of blood. There was a shedding of blood, such that if you see Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22, the attempt here was that the fall has happened. We are not shocked, but we have made eternal preparations for this. All right, that without the shedding of blood, there will not be remission of sins. And the shedding of blood is... is, is it, it's, it's an authorized activity only for an office of priests. But this is just happening with the first man. So we need a man. <laughs> Pray that the Lord will give you understanding this evening. Give us understanding this evening. So we needed a priest. Remember, the first need for a priest was Genesis 321. That this lamb of God has been slain from the foundation of the earth will show up and say, fig leaves cannot do the job temporary recoveries cannot do the job in, in 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 the fullness of time i will come to make an eternal sacrifice but for now as a shadow of a picture of that which is to come let us shed blood and let's make skins for without the shedding of blood there is no remission of sins this was in the beginning which is why the bible tells us in john chapter 1 verse 14 it says in the beginning was the word our high priest it was there from the very beginning the word became flesh because authorization was needed it dwelt amongst us it did a it, 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 we call it a cameo it was a cameo in genesis 3, 321 it was a it was a it was a quick appearance that uh, in your time the way you count time i am going to come i am going to do this legitimately i am going to suffer shame I'm going to be bruised I'm I'm going to be flogged I'm going to be embarrassed I'm going to die a shameful death but pending that time there is something called remission of sins you think you'll be good with your leaves but we need to shed blood and then there needs to be covering atonement it's a priestly duty so we see that priesthood started from the very beginning second corinthians chapter 5 verse 19 i'm showing you this this needs for authorization god does not break his own laws it says to it someone is someone is someone is getting an idea of where we are going this evening it says to it that god was in christ he's saying that blood has to be shed but we need authorization so God was in Christ doing the cameo reconciling the world unto himself not imputing their trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word another version says the ministry we also have received this ministry of reconciliation the key word there is that God was in Christ in the beginning reconciling to him priesthood from the very start because if he wants us to be kings and priests and if we are to as he is then it means that he's done priesthood. And we have a high priest. Glory to God. See, at some point, you will find yourself bursting into tongues this evening. Let it not just be a temporary excitement. Let a fire sustain you. Let it continue there. Glory to God. So we've answered number one question what is priesthood? And consequently, who is a priest? We've answered that question. Number two, who was the first priest recorded in scripture? So when you that's easy, PD, that's easy, I can just Google it, I can Google it, priest, and the first appearance we will see is Genesis chapter 14. That's, that's the Bible quiz answer. But the life answer is that our first priest was that God showed up in Christ, reconciling the world. The first time blood was shed was the first time priesthood was done. Your first priest is still your high priest today. You know, it's amazing. The devil keeps on suggesting to us that God is playing catch-up, whereas it was the beginning. In the beginning, God, priesthood is not some the, the, it's, it's not only in the courts that they know how to navigate. We see by the time you begin to understand the access and the possibilities you have as a child of God, some nonsenses, pardon my French, will come to an end immediately. Because the sleeping giants will wake up. The snoring lion will roar again in the realm of the spirit. And you go put on glory to God. You go put on some 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 priestly garments and say, I'm here to enforce. I am here to effect a change. Authorization is here. There is blood that has been shed on this altar. I can I can do business here as a priest here. Genesis chapter 14 verse 18 giving you that revelatory understanding of Genesis 3 21 where real priesthood first took place. The Bible gives us another cameo in Genesis 14 verse 18. Let me tell you, let me just settle this again. In the beginning is God. The devil didn't start anything. I need that to sing to someone. Can I, can I where, should, where should I go? The devil didn't start nothing. Genesis 14 verse 18 is an interesting verse. We know the story. Abraham, the friend of God, had gone to battle. He had returned with victory. He was on his way back. Verse 18, <laughs> guys, It says, And Melchizedek, literally meaning king of righteousness. He says he was king of Salem. Literally meaning the king of peace. Can you see what we are seeing already? You can see that this was no ordinary person. It says he brought forth bread and wine. So trick question. When was the first communion taken? When was the first passover supper can you see that god's word is rich and that the enemy is late as usual he <laughs> says this king glory to god this king of righteousness he brought forth bread and wine he was the priest of el Elyon. it was he says the this this the, theologians call this a theophany a an appearance of of the christ all right in in another form just to just to do a cameo, he's saying, he's saying "I'm coming in my fullness." but well, let's just show up. I, I did a quick cameo in Genesis three twenty one. Now the servant, the friend of the Most High God, God is coming. Let's go. Let's go start communion before some people who say they started it. Let's go. Let's go. Put. He says he was priest of the Most High God. Remember, he was king. His designation was king, but he did priesthood. He did bread, he did flesh, he did wine, he did blood. He was king, but he was priest. And then the next time we will see the word priest. Remember, remember at this time. Okay, let's go to Genesis 41. Remember at this time that the order of aaron or what we call the levitical priesthood i'm already jumping to the next one which is great it means we're covering ground and it means we might be able to finish this this evening genesis 41 everybody knows this story everybody knows the story of joseph i believe if you do not please follow us joseph here had been sold by his brothers not voluntarily as a slave under so much bitter conditions the desire was to kill him All right, but God had turned the story around. Now, it was being honored by Pharaoh. Long story, cut short. I'm assuming that you know it. It says, Pharaoh called Joseph's name Zafinath-Paneah. Please follow. The Bible is not a book of irrelevant details. If you check the name Pharaoh gave to Joseph, you will see something going on here. Now, if you read the Bible where the... the, the translators were pro-hebrew they will tell you that zafinat pania means reveal our secrets because what joseph had done that had impressed pharaoh was to buy a supernatural priesthood that pharaoh's priests could not achieve all right he had brought an interpretation to a mystery that pharaoh had in the night a dream Joseph was the one who brought that interpretation by the Spirit of God. So he had called him Zaphenat Paneer. That's the way an Hebrew person will hear this and interpret this. However, in Pharaoh's own language, what this really means is feeder, feeder of the world. Or more literally, bread of life. Okay. Hmm. And he gave him to wife Asnath, the daughter of Potiphera, priest of one. <laughs> priest? Oh, yes. They had priests in Egypt. In fact, they will tell you that the first priests were in Egypt. They will tell you that's where it all started. That's where that, the origins of real religion. Let's go back to our roots. See, there are people chasing demons and looking for invitations to share so that more people will go journey. So we are going back to our roots. In the beginning, God, not Egypt. The priest of On, that was the the priest of, of the sun god Ra. And Joseph went out over all the land of Egypt. They had mastered their art. They had mastered their science. They had mastered their technology. They had mastered priesthood. They had mastered communication with the supernatural realm. They were getting authorizations. They were building civilizations. Their technologies were far off until the true high priest said, no. No network. And then God raised his own, the bread of life. So, pardon me. Number one question, what is priesthood? We've answered that. By implication, we've answered who a priest is. Number two question, who was the first priest? We've answered the revelatory life answer. And we've given the first mention also in scripture. What are the priestly orders? I think we've mentioned this in passing, We said there is the order of Melchizedek, literally meaning the king of righteousness. He calls him, introduces him to us as king of Salem. Remember, in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, under the prophecy, he says that a virgin shall conceive and be with child. Isaiah 6 there, 9 verse 6, he says, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called, and he gives us part of the emphasis, is prince of peace. Prince of peace. So we have the Levitical order which was instituted by the lineage of Aaron. And then we have the order of Melchizedek which the author of Hebrews tells us that Christ came after that order. Which is correct. Except for the fact that Christ started that order. Thank you Jesus. Hmm. So, the two priestly orders established in scripture, the order of Melchizedek, order of Leviticus. Now, someone, someone who used to be in the occult is saying, Hey, well, that's the one in your Bible. We have our own books too. There are other orders. And there's the order of, there's the order of, there's the order of and all those demonic orders. See, so let me tell you, if you are there or if you've been there, leave those orders alone. The end of that order is destruction. Any advantage you've been lied to that your technology is superior, it bows at the end of the day. And I'm speaking to you directly now. I'm speaking to you. Any demonic advantage is no advantage. Any it, it can be it, it might seem like temporary advantage. You have you have abilities to manipulate because of what you do <laughs> and what that what those demonic priests do. And there is great, there, there is, I wanted to say grace. <laughs> there is there is there is possibility for manipulation. For for wicked for turning bending things affecting results and when you see children of God that don't know who they are you smile that look at these jokers only that these jokers won't be jokers for long because there's a there's light breaking forth to the body of Christ and giants are rising in the name of Jesus these kings will not just rouse themselves as kings by consciousness that see it's a it's it we wear the two there's there's kingship where we bear complete authority and there's priesthood. That we must do. We have authorization. We have see one of the reasons why you have a body is so that you can do priesthood. Someone needs to write that down. It's not so that you can look good. Of course, you will look good. It's not so that you can keep fit. Of course, you should keep fit. The a body has thou prepared for me. Glory to God. He's saying there will be. You know, sometimes you need to remind yourself how valuable you are. You know, there is is news now coming to talk. Let me just scale this now. The world is now beginning to crack down on human trafficking. And one of the most perverse versions of human trafficking is organ trafficking. That's because the human body, all right, you have two kidneys located in your right and left lumbar regions. They are peritoneal organs. Someone say, PD, stop. So I'll stop. Glory to God. The summary of it all is your anatomy is designed in a way that you can function effectively with one kidney. So there's a criminal chain that involves solid surgeons and doctors where you are flown to some parts of the world recommended for some surgery that will cure all sorts. There is really nothing wrong with the person. The whole idea is to harvest one kidney and put it on the market. That's the whole idea. And then you just stitch the person up, say you're fine, and they've cashed in. On that person's kidney, and then maybe down the line, if the person discovers oh, there's some there's something faulty with this kidney, and they say oh, you should be fine with one. And they scan, you don't see one guy chilling there. Where is this other guy? You know, have you ever done any process? I've never. I've. 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 Praise God. Praise God. I said, praise God. But we are going to do both, though. We will do both. We will do kingship. We will do priesthood. Because that was the plan. See, that has always been the plan. And I will show you from scriptures. That has always been the plan. Number one, what is priesthood? We've settled that. I believe you have the definition in your notes. And consequently, who a priest is. Right, number two, who was the first priest? We saw first time priesthood was done was in Genesis 3.21. First time priesthood was mentioned was in Genesis 14.18. How does one become a priest? Listen, it gets deeper now. How does one become a priest? It, it, this, this, this looks like a great ability to have that from a realm you can secure changes in another realm, which is why priests were highly respected persons, across all societies including very anti-God atheist or pantheist societies priests were always highly highly respected because they had an advantage of leveraging another realm we might not have a real name for it we might not know how to describe it but there's something they can do and that something they do can effect a change when someone comes out boldly you know, you know there's, there's a confidence they're standing on and he's saying, if you don't keep quiet now, I will cause rain to fall right now. He knows priesthood. And while you are there, you cannot do anything. You don't say, you see, thunder. The sun is still shining bright. Rain is falling. See, this one knows something. So they were feared, they were respected. Sounds like what the child of God should be to their world sounds like the dominion we should be bringing to our world that we are people of advantage we are not queuing up behind the world asking for crumbs when we have the power to effect a change in our world how does one become a priest if if indeed this this office is as special and as privileged and as advantageous as, as you say it is from God's word then I want in I want in on this well, I've come to announce to you, if you are a child of God, you don't want in on this. This wants in on you. You've been conscripted just that you didn't read your you didn't read your deployment. So now we're opening it up to you. Hebrews chapter 5. <laughs> Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 1. It says, For every high priest taken from among men, can you see that it's an eternal principle for legitimacy must be from among is ordained for men. Please read this as humans because we are talking of this dimension so we are not going into the world of gender. All all right? Every eye taken from among humans is ordained for humans in things pertaining to God. Can you see that? Our definition is scriptural that he or she may both offer gifts, meaning offerings and sacrifices for sins. Who can have compassion on the ignorant and on them that are out of the way, for that he himself also is compassed with infirmity. Hmm. And by reason hereof, he ought as for the people, so also for himself to offer for sins. Now, verse 4 is where our answer is. Verse 4 is where our answer is. He says, and no man. Somebody say, no man. No woman, no one taketh this honor, this privilege. No one, you, you, you can't just wake up and say, I am announcing my, it's been done before. When oh, he said scriptures before, see people renting, <laughs> renting priests. No man takes this honor upon himself, but he that is called, Please somebody say, he that is called. So he tells us this office is honorable. And you don't install yourself. Remember our definition. The authorization comes supernaturally. Whether in light or we are not concerned about the principles of darkness here. We are talking about the kingdom of life of light. He says, but authorization comes. He says, as was Aaron. Aaron was called. Aaron was ordained into this ministry. Aaron was called. Now he says, so also Christ glorified. Not himself to be made an high priest, but he that said unto him, Thou art my son, today have I begotten you, today have I chosen you. So, how does one become a priest? Number one, that person must be chosen, number two, that person must be ordained. Number one, it's a privileged office that you that things you can do, it will shift things in the supernatural. And we will, receive, we will receive outcomes. Remember what we said in part one, that prayer is the avenue for, for the believer to do effective priesthood. Now, we are breaking it down now. That there is, there is a two-pronged activity here. It says, number one, it, you have to be chosen, as was Aaron. No one takes this honor upon themselves. Number two, you have to be ordained. You are called into that office. Hmm. Mm. Exodus 19 let me show you the will of the Father Exodus 19 Exodus 19 Exodus 19 from verse 3 thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus can you just under your breath pray in the spirit for 30 seconds pray in the language of the spirit for 30 seconds there under your breath thank you Jesus These are not just the words I speak to you. They are spirits and they are life. This is, this is, this is, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Glory to God. Exodus chapter 19 verse 3. It says, and Moses went up, um, please pay attention. And Moses went up unto God and the Lord called unto him out of the mountain saying, Thus shalt thou, let me just chip in this here. This is an introduction to understanding priesthood. I'm trusting the Lord, if Jesus tarries, it will give us time to do a proper dissection of this. <laughs> because really, I should be taking you to the burning bush experience. And we should see how the, the origins of the Levitical priesthood. We should unveil Melchizedek a little bit more, ideally. Alright, so please, please, let's start this. And the Spirit of God will, will, will show you more light in the mighty name of Jesus. It says, Thus shalt thou say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel. So this is Moses bearing an important message to go deliver. Now, let's hear the message. Verse 4. It says, You have seen what I did unto the Egyptians with all their gods, with all of their technologies, and with all of their priests. He says, And how I bear you on eagles' wings and brought you unto myself. Verse 5. It says, Now therefore... If you will obey my voice indeed, and you will keep my covenant, it says, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people for all the earth is mine. I own all things, but there is is a peculiarity to the ones who understand first. Verse 6, glory to God. It says, and this is Exodus. This is Exodus. This is Exodus. This is chapter nineteen, and you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. So, in our sense, I'm signing it. These are the words which thou shall speak unto the children of Israel. Aha! So, this idea of a kingdom of priests has been the plan. From the beginning, let them have dominion. For their exercise of complete authority over this realm will require an advantage from the supernatural realm. Aha, they will rule by priesthood. They will be a separated nation, holy, set apart. Ah, so this has been the mind of the father hey glory to Jesus so first Peter chapter glory to God first in the new covenant it comes this is no longer the plan this is no longer the blueprint but this has now been executed remember we said you don't just wake up and say I am calling myself you have to be chosen and there is an ordination because this is a peculiar privilege so Peter by the spirit has come to announce to us and I echo this to your spirits not just to your ears but that you are a chosen Jesus Generation, you are a royal priesthood. Ah, kingdom of priests. Royal, royal priesthood. Not Levitical, royal. An holy nation, a, a treasured people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He said, in the time past, you were not even a people but now are the people of God which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Come on, wherever you are, say I am chosen and I have been ordained. I have been ordained to execute dominion and I rule by priesthood, royal priesthood. Royal priesthood, wow. Wow. Royal priesthood. John puts it this way in Revelation chapter 1, verse 6. He says, And has made us. The plan in Exodus, and will make us. But it was, the, it was not possible. In fact, the Aaronic temporary shadow, the Levitical one, they, they struggled with it. So I'm sure Moses is saying, God, you want to have a nation of priests. I'm sure Moses was laughing. He said, God, boy, he looked at it. You want to have a nation of kings so that when we call you king of kings, we are saying you are our king, but we are also ruling. You want to have a nation of priests so that when we call you our high priest, you are high priest of our confession because we are doing priesthood and making professions. Ah, Moses said, but God, how? Aaron is struggling. Many of us don't know. Aaron, Moses big brother. Moses watched him struggle to fit into the office. His sons offered strange fire. His sons died. He couldn't mourn them. Moses himself, those, those were not just his brothers. Those, those, th- that was family. He watched them and how they did it delicately. How they followed everything to the letter. <laughs> how they took the, the new ones coming say, hey, strange fire never again. Was a priesthood of fear. It was a priesthood of are we good enough? It was a, it was a symbolic priesthood. that let's, let's do this through a tribe. Let's do this through a tribe. Let's he, he say let's demo this. Let's test run this this Levitical order. Let's 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 check it. Let's check it, and then when the high priest will show up, he came after another order. Sometimes I'm just reading the book of Hebrews. I'm trying not to scream. He has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever. For wherever there must be dominion, there must be kings and priests. A kingdom of priests. Mm. A kingdom of priests. The one that Paul says, wherever Moses is read, the veil still covers. (laughs) The veil still covers. There's still that old order, under the prototype. But he says, now hath he made us. Now hath he made us. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I think we are doing well with our time so far. So we've said what is priesthood. We've defined that. And we've said by definition who a priest is. Who was the first priest? We've answered that. The first place priesthood was done and the first mention of priests in scripture. How does one become a priest? No one takes this honor unto himself. All right, there has to be a choosing there and an ordination there. And this was the plan from the beginning, Exodus 19. And hath made us, First Peter 2.9. We have been chosen, we have been ordained. And, and the, our ordination is not new. It, the plan from the beginning was dominion. And there is no dominion without advantage. If all of us have the same thing, then that's no dominion. But if I leverage advantage, aha, now you speak dominion. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. How does one become a priest? We've said, by being chosen and by being ordained. All right. Number five, what are some of the differences between the Levitical order? and the order of Melchizedek we've already said one that one was a demo one was a demo one order was essentially to say let's test run this and that was what Aaron was in fact when God was giving Moses the instruction on priesthood Aaron was busy doing priesthood (laughs) he was doing the priesthoods they learned from Egypt we don't know what has become of this man Moses make us gods and we shall worship and bow to them and say these are the gods that brought you ah Aaron said, um, we we saw how they used to do it in Egypt. Mm, I remember, bring your gold. He was doing that. But there was an ordination that came upon him. It was made holy. It was consecrated for that office. He and his children. So what are some of the differences between the Levitical order and the order of Melchizedek? the, The order that you have been called to. Because your grandfather is not Levi. But he doesn't exclude you from the original order. Don't allow the temporary to bully you into thinking what you have is less. No, 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 no. No, 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 it's the devil that is late. You have an advantage and it's a supernatural advantage. Somebody say glory to God. People in the other side, they know these things and they use these things. They know the things they can do. They know the elements they can interact with and mix together and see results. But you have an advantage. You have advantage. An advantage glory to god so what are the differences i'll need you to write down because i want us to get to the similarities and then we can round up this evening the differences the real place i want us to go to is the similarities and the implications for you so that you begin to know number one i am a king i was made to rule i am a priest i will rule by advantage i am a king i was made to rule i'm not talking male or female now I am a king. I was made to rule. I will rule by priesthood because this is my advantage. I am authorized by the realm of glory to carry out activities here prayer in a way that it will effect change in the supernatural realm and we will receive results here because this is the first, this is the beginning, this is the authorized. So what are some of the differences? Number one, the Levitical priesthood, I think we mentioned this, it was designed to be temporary. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23 to 25. It says, truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. So what the author of Hebrews is saying is that there is, it, it was not designed to last forever because this priesthood, the priest and the high priest could die. And they died. It says, but this man, because he continueth ever, as an unchangeable priesthood. Can you see that? Wherefore he is able to save completely them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever leaves to make intercession for them. Glory to God. But the priesthood we have in Christ, in the order of Melchizedek, in fact, I have no time to even go into the dimension of the tithe and the rule of the first, because this assault on the body of Christ today, emphasizing the temporary in the Levitical, doesn't see the original intent in the first, the order of Melchizedek, our communion was given to Abraham, and our, Abraham's response was to give a tenth of all, saying, I am in covenant, I, and I understand the principle of the first. But this order is an everlasting priesthood. Psalms chapter 110, verse 4. You know, David, David saw some strange things in the spirit. David, he had the authority to enter into the temple and not just touch, but to eat the shewbread. bread. Maybe one day we'll talk about these shadows, the altars, the implication of the altar cuts and all of these things that look, we'll see, we'll see the implications. David woke up by the spirit of God. <laughs> he said, sacrifices and bulls, you have no pleasure in. Ah. Those are the kind of things you write in your journal. you look it, David sang it what a man see the sacrifices of our God child of God there are realms in the spirit there are realms of glory okay let's go on Psalms 110 verse 4 it says the Lord hath sworn and will not repent it means this is an everlasting ordinance and it will not be changed thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Somebody say forever. So this is an everlasting principle that did not begin in time. The Levitical priesthood began with Aaron. And it was designed to be temporary. But there is another priesthood to which you have been enlisted, for which you have been chosen, for which you will execute kingship and priesthood as a means for bringing dominion Establishing the kingdom of God after an everlasting order because this order is one that is not bound by time. Thou art a priest forever. So one is temporary, one is everlasting. One requires annual atonement. There were daily sacrifices, but the atonement was annual. Meaning that under that priesthood, you had confidence for a year that God is pleased with me. You had confidence just for a year that God is happy with me. That I am covered for a year. For a year. By virtue of the atonement done by the high priest. Who has to first atone for himself and then atone for others? If they can put it on your screen. Exodus chapter 30 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 27. Hebrews 9. Maybe we should just read the one in Exodus. Let's see Exodus 30 verse 10. Exodus 30 Verse 10, thank you. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of atonements. Once in the year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. It is most holy unto the Lord. Can you look at this? They They had a... Can you see what is going on here? Under this shadow existence, under this temporary priesthood, there was already an arrangement for the assurance... Of Salvation, but it lasted only 365 days. Hebrews 7:27. If you are writing down, write down Hebrews 7:27. Alright, he says, Who need not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice for first for his own sins and then for the people's? For he did this once when he offered himself up. What a God, what sacrifice? Hebrews 9, verse 7 you can write that down he says but the sacrifice that he made is an eternal sacrifice yes you just write that down let's go to hebrews chapter 9 verse 12 because of our time hebrews chapter 9 and verse 12 hebrews chapter 9 and verse 12 an eternal sacrifice he says neither by the blood of goats and calves but by his own blood remember what we said that this activity that is done in priesthood involves the use of materials, and because it is done for supernatural interference, it involves life, blood there. It says, neither by the blood of goats and cows, which is why some demonic entities are still looking, flying about, looking for blood to do their evil biddings. <laughs> and the day they come near a child of God, they will discover that your blood is not normal. It's not normal blood. <laughs> imagine a, a, a meeting the blood of Jesus and the old place is just scattered glory to God neither by the blood of goats and cows but by his own blood he entered in once somebody say once he entered in once into the holy place having obtained eternal see guys these things are true eternal redemption for us another difference Maybe we'll just keep it short. Another difference is that this high priest was not necessarily better than the people. He was just chosen and ordained. It was not necessary. We we, we have no proof in Scripture that Aaron was a better human being than the rest. We have no proof that the Levites were a better tribe. In fact, when you read about the the actions of Levi, the father... Let's just leave it at that. Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 3 Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 3 Hebrews chapter 5 and verse 3 and by reason hereof he ought as for the people so also for himself to offer sins so also for himself It's like saying help us he's saying guys I need to help myself first That that was that order but there is another order Hebrews chapter 5 verse 9. We have a perfect priest who was completely perfect without sin. He bore it. He bore it perfectly. He bore it once and for all. He paid your debt. If they can put verse 9 on your screen or for those who are writing Hebrews 5 9. Write it down that your high priest, the high priest of our profession. He is a perfect high priest. Being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto all them that obey. And I enlisted into this order of priests somebody say glory to god let's just pick one more difference and we tie this up by looking at the similarities and then there will be fire burning in your heart the spirit of god will set you on a path that this is an advantage i have to use it this is an eternal advantage i have to use it no manipulation for see there is no enchantment against jacob there is no divination against israel they are trying to use. see what balak sought there was for Balaam to use an advantage against god's people but we, are the, we have the real advantage and we will use our advantage to execute dominion. For that is how really we will show complete authority like Jesus, our author and finisher did. Complete authority. He spoke to the seas, the seas heard. It reminds me of a song. The song is in my spirit, heavy now. First, holding myself back not to sing it. says your Yoruba song. It says you spoke to the seas, the seas heard. You spoke to the land, the land heard. You spoke to the grave, the grave heard. He says, Speak to my life, Lord, my life will hear. That's your high priest. Hmm. Hmm. Please do not miss edifice. I believe the Lord is switching our gear. He's is 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 switching up switching us up a notch. We're entering into a new level of advantage in the spirit. Please. The number four difference, one is temporary, one is everlasting, one requires an annual renewal, premium, annual, one is an eternal sacrifice made once, one, the priest is not necessarily better than the people, one, you have a perfect sinless sacrifice that offered his own blood, not the blood of goats or the blood of bulls. And then number four difference, one was really based on ordinances and religion. It was really about the things and the, the, it, it was really about the shadow, not the, not the substance. And you find people like that today, they are, they, 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 the cross they want to die on is the cross of tradition. That's where you want to see them. This is how it was be done in the beginning. So it shall be done today. And scripture is telling you, hey, you're fighting for shadows. For those who are just wondering as we go into the season of Easter, please be reminded that the people who crucified Jesus (laughs) were those under the Levitical Order of Priesthood. The high priests they saw to it personally. So if you look at it, ah, glory to God. They did their job. Because they saw to it that the eternal sacrifice was offered. So Levi, check box. Some people got that. It was based on ordinances and religion. Hebrews chapter 9, if you read from verse 1 to 4 there, if you read from verse 1 to 4, please write it down. All right, but let's focus on the one that is our own order. If you can give me Hebrews 9 verse 24. It says, but ours is not about religion. Ours is not about these ordinances. Ours is not about shadows. Ours is about something real, something true. Ours is about the tangibility of the presence of God, for that is the true advantage. For Christ, listen, for Christ is not entered into the holy places made with human hands which are figures of the true. He says, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God for us. In the pre- ours is based on the presence, ours is based on power, which is why Paul says in Second Timothy 3 verse 5 there he says that there is a dimension of these guys that are into tradition, these guys that are into religion, these guys that are into ordinances, these guys that will die on the, on, the, on the cross of tradition they will just insist it must and he's saying they have a form of godliness but they are denying the power thereof, denying the presence thereof, if you are writing it down 2 Timothy chapter 3 Verse 5, glory to God. I'm looking at my time, and I think we've done well. I think we've done well. We've answered what is priesthood. We've answered who was the first priest. We've answered what are the priestly orders. We've answered how does one become a priest. We've answered, I think we should rephrase that to, do you now agree that you are a priest? All right. Verse, um, question five the differences between the Levitical and the order of Melchizedek. And number six the similarities. The similarities. The similarities. I'm thinking, should we, should we, I think we should keep these similarities for another conversation. For another conversation. So that the fact that you have an advantage, the fact that you have prayer as a tool for you to effect change, because you are authorized, you have a body. It says, the body has thou prepared for me. We're talking about some of the sacrifices there. It says the sacrifices of our God. We'll come to that. We'll come to that. There there is still priesthood for us to be done here. The conversation of the kingdom of God and us executing dominion, establishing his will in the earth. We will need us not just to wake up to realize that we are kings, but to understand that we will rule by priesthood. Come on, say again, I have an advantage. Let's stop at question five this evening. I have come and say it confidently. I have an advantage. I can effect changes in the supernatural by activities done, by time traded, by, by, by adventures journeyed into in the spirit, in this realm. Thank you, Jesus. What a God, what a privilege, what an honor. In the beginning, God, the all-knowing, all-wise God, In the book of Daniel, he says he's the only wise God. He's the master planner, the master strategist, always showing up in his love, showing up in his mercy, ensuring that you are not alone, I am not alone. Let them have dominion. Let them have dominion, that I will make them a kingdom of priests, a peculiar people to me, a treasured one, and he hath made us. Thank you, gracious Father. He says no one takes this honor unto himself. I am in a position of honor. He says he has made me not just a priest, but a royal, a royal priest. What a privilege. That I can go on my knees and there will be change. Can you imagine that? That I can blast in the language of the Spirit and destinies and generations will be affected. What an advantage. What an advantage. If I told you that there is an account now that you can go make deposits every day, and that there is a government that will back it up with times one million. If you put one dollar today, there is a government that will put times one million. If you put one tomorrow, there will be a government that will put times up. See, our collaboration and fellowship all right, with the spirit, that's, that's how it works. The only challenge is that when you put zero, when you put nothing there, when you don't show up for partnership, when you don't show up for collaboration, when there is, it says the body has that prepared. There is an authorized vessel for my will to be enforced in the earth. When we don't show up, then we miss out on, on, on generations worth of dominion. But that's, that conversation is changing. That glory to God. I said that conversation is changing. That conversation is changing for you are a royal priesthood. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you the glory for your word. We have received spirit this evening. Not just letter. Thank you because this word will change us forever. And we will arise to do priesthood. 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 And we will see the evidence of our advantage in the mighty name of Jesus. I feel led this evening to pray for two categories of people. Number one category is you are no king, you are no priest that's a dangerous existence we live in a world where everyone needs an advantage and hear me and hear me clearly child of God, most people around you have altars that they bow to your faves and your fire, your your, (laughs) they have altars They, they, they know that to be without advantage is to be very risky but you have the real advantage and there is an invitation to join this order to join this order of royal priests, this treasured people. He says we are a chosen generation. We enter into this order by accepting what our high priest, the sacrifice he has made for us. And I want to invite you if you are not born again or if you know what you did was just a joke and you are ready to start afresh. For some this is the very first time, for some it's not the first time. But you are saying, now I know the implications of my redemption. Now I know the dominion mandate. It's, 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 it's king and priest. Now I know. And I say, PD, please pray with me. I want, I want today to be, to, to be the beginning of the rest of my life. Yes, I'll pray with you. Oh, see, all of this service was designed for this moment. That you will receive the light of this gospel. And that you will ensure... That you begin to reign. You begin to reign. You are not at the mercy of the elements. You are not at the mercy of governments. You are not at the mercy of people. You are not at the mercy of emotions. But you, you, are, you are executing dominion. For you were created to reign. You've been consecrated by oil. You've been ordained by blood. Thank you, Father, for the precious sacrifice of your son. That these ones can be called by your name. And these ones can be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your marvelous light. Father, I pray for them that your grace will rest upon them, that there will be a supply of your spirit to live a life that pleases you as they believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He came, he died, he took their place, he was buried, but He is no more in the grave, he's alive today, he wants to live in them, he wants to live through them, he wants them to rule and to reign to your glory. Thank you, because their names are now engraved in you, the book of life. We give you all the glory. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. The second group I want to pray for. You are there and you are saying, Peter, I wish you can pray for me. I will do this, but I will encourage you to arise yourself and begin to do dominion. Arise yourself. You you sense that you are the victim of manipulation of priesthood from the other side. Let's just put it that way. You sense very strongly that you are a victim of manipulation of priesthood that is from the other side the the advantage is obviously supernatural it doesn't add up and you sense that someone somewhere has done priesthood but we have a higher order we have a superior priesthood and this morning by the authority in the name of Jesus and by the blood, the eternal blood that has been shed once and for all by the high priest of our profession the high priest of our confession, the one who has declared us free the one who has declared us justified, the one who has declared us redeemed we break the effect of every priesthood from darkness that is working against that life, that is working against that family that is working against that mind, we break it in the name of Jesus And we enthroned Jesus. We enthroned the lordship of Jesus. We established the dominion of the kingdom of heaven. Over that life. Over that rule. That you will have complete authority. I said you will have complete authority. In the name of Jesus. I hear the word messed up. Someone has been messed up by a situation. You've been messed up by, 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 by lesser gods. You've been, you've been messed up by practitioners with herbs. Ah, therefore we bring the blood of the higher covenant this evening and we release divine justice over that matter. That, 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 that the verdict will be in your favor. That freedom and liberty will be yours completely. Therefore we decree that those chains are broken and that they are broken forever. We decree that that child of God is set free And that freedom has come to stay. In the name of Jesus. Come on, if you believe it, say, believe it, amen. I want you to shout the name of Jesus three times. If you believe it, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It is done. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. What what, what a God we serve. Come on, celebrate your king, celebrate your high priest, celebrate the only wise God. Come on, come on, if you can, wherever you are, jam, 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 jam those ends together. Give the Lord a big shout. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving. You can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at info.kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. But it's doing amazing things now, miss, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you're a champion. God bless you.